بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على أشرف الأنبياء والمرسلين نبينا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم وبعد Brothers and sisters, uh, I'm here again with you in English talking about a new title for me and for you. But I ask Allah Azza wa Jal that He will help me to introduce this title, this subject as it should be because it's an important issue especially for the Muslims who's living here in this society and the trial of the wealth one of the biggest challenge for the Muslims in this society inshallah we will talk about this issue I classify the lecture in four points about concerning wealth in Islam. Haqaiq anil ma'al fil Islam. It will be signs of the trial of wealth. Manifestations of the trial of wealth. The third point will be Atharul iftitani bil mal results of being tempted by wealth. And the fourth point Al Ismah Awin Najat Al Mal protecting uh, protecting oneself from the trial or the trial of When we look at the wealth and the sunnah, we will find some facts about concerning wealth in Islam. Fact is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the Quran Zuyina Linasi Hubbu Shahawat Zuyina Bimahu muhabbabun ilayhim that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned the Quran that loving one of them is wealth is something became natural a natural desire in your inside you that you love and this is a fact everybody love wealth, likes wealth. Second, when we talk about fact, uh, the second fact about wealth, wealth it doesn't mean gold only. It doesn't mean money only. Wealth is money and gold and silver and trading the dunya. Usually it's called, when we talk about wealth, the something you own. Buildings, farms, cars, all of this is include the meaning of wealth or what I mean wealth or al-mal. 
The third fact. Quran and Sunnah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala always remind the Muslims that this wealth belongs to Allah when he ordered him when he ordered the Muslims to spend charity or to give zakah he was said وَأَنْفِقُوا مِنْ مَالِ اللَّهِ الَّذِي آتَاكُمْ spend money from the wealth or from the money Allah has been given to you. So this money has been given The wealth belongs to Allah. And this is a fact. You should remember it. How many now? Four? Four? Three? What's the three? First one? Something natural. Second? Huh? You all third belongs to Allah. The fourth fact it's that the wealth, the money the wealth you own is something temporary. It's something temporary. It's not Forever. The Prophet said, يَتْبَعُ الْمَيِّتِ يَرْجِعُ أَوْ يَتْبَعُ الْمَيِّتُ يَرْجِعُ مَالُهُ وَوَلَدُهُ وَيَبْقَى عَمَلُهُ The dead person, three things which will follow him to the graves. The wealth, his son, and his children or his family and his deeds the thing that will stay with him in the grave his deeds and the wealth and the family will back again for other people to use so this is a fact so the wealth you own is temporary also one of the facts about wealth in Islam that the wealth the wealth as I said it's belong all the wealth belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also the wealth to be yani, clarify this point belong to Allah that means Allah on it and Allah who is the one who give it to you the one who gave it to you. See, you might be you're willing to be very rich, but your, the, your wealth has been decided before you were born. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told his prophet, and our prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, that the children, when he is, he didn't, before he born, when he inside his mother, the angel will riot, his rizq, rizq is division, sustenance, 
I'll say something better. Why don't learn Rizquhu? It's better for you. Learn this word, Rizquhu. Yeah, that's the same. Li- livelihood. Okay. You know how many words I have to learn to give this lecture? A lot of words. So at least you learn one word. Uh, if we want to talk about the second second point, which is the science of uh, the trial of wealth, you have a, you will see a lot, and we can say the science two types. We say it in Arabic, fi'li wa tarki. So who can yani, say it in English? Fi'li wa tarki. No. Sorry, you always been good, but this time not. No, fi'li wa tarki. Science, some of them is actions you practice, and some of them, there's actions, but uh, you don't do it for. Why are you stopping? Why are not doing this? Because the trail of the wealth, the trail of the wealth, fitnatil man, it will stop you from doing things, and it will push you to do other things. The trail of the wealth, it will stop you from doing things. You should do it. You have to do it, and it will stop you from doing things. You have to do it, and it will lead you or to guide you, to tempt you to do things you shouldn't do it. So two types. For the things that trial of the trial of the wealth, trial, trial of the wealth, it will stop you from first people stop giving zakat because they love the wealth so much. I remember myself. One person is very rich man. When he calculated his zakat, it was around four million dollars. It's a little bit more than that. Twenty-five million reals. When he said, I said, I'm a crazy to give out, pass out four million dollars. You see the trial of the world. Oh, four million dollars. That's, that's like this. No way. And in his country, there is no tax, tax deductible. So, he said, yeah, I will pass it like this? No way. Taib, how much you have? How much you own? If you're zakat, 2.5 is $4 million. So, the fitness, he loved the world. It's this, the, the wealth, the, the loving wealth to love the world, the, the money, it became as something, you know, he will, it became as God, stopping you, stopping him from obeying Allah. Therefore, the Prophet ﷺ said, Ta'isa abdul dirham, Ta'isa abdul dirham, Ta'isa abdul dinar. The slave of the dirham, the dirham, the, the silver, the slave of the gold, the dinar. Ta'is, and he's a loser. He's a great loser. 
And he became, he worshipped it. His slave of it, it means he worshipped it. As we said, we slave of Allah. He's slave of dinar. Slave of uh, gold and silver. So, it's to stop you from doing zakat. And as you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warned those people who keep the wealth without giving zakah that Allah will turn this gold and silver in the day of judgment it will turn to be fire he will be punished by this gold and silver it will be very it will be yani, turned to a fire on him yukwa yani stout for him will burn his back and his forehead. And the Prophet ﷺ once saw a woman and she had bracelets from gold. He asked her, are you giving zakah for these bracelets? She said, no. He said, Sallallahu do you want Allah to give you instead of this Another pursuit from fire. She said, no, Ya Rasulullah. He said, then you should give the zakah. She take them off, she threw it. And she said, be my witness, they are sadaqah. I donate them for the sake of Allah. In the same moment, stopping giving zakah, the Prophet wasallam said, as is hadith Muslim, that Allah will send him a snake his name Al-Aqra this snake it's bold and it, it will uh, this snake will be his punishment in the grave it will turn around him and it will pit him he will be punished by this snake in the grave this is the one who is not giving zakah And this hadith is more than ten hadith in this mean the same meaning only a Sahih Muslim fi bad man is zakat. One shaykh he told me once this shaykh he used to go to the graves a lot and he yani, make the funeral taking care about the dead people he washed them Yani, repair them for the, prepare the, everything they need, and he put them in the grave, you know, that's his job. He said, once, I took a person to the cemetery to bury him. He said, wallahi, every time I dig a grave for him, I found a snake. He said, wallahi, every time I'm, I dig, uh, I make a grave for him. I did grave for him like a hole. He said, I found a snake. Last time he said, Wallahi, I throw him and the snake was inside. And they said, he said, I asked about this man. They said, he wasn't praying. He was no, he didn't care about zakat. He was not practicing Islam. And, we have, alhamdulillah, a clear evidence in the sunnah that this is punishment in the, day, in the graves and in other narrations too. 
he will have this snake running behind him in the day of judgment as it's mentioned also in hadith Muslim I think it's narrated by Anas ibn Malik also the, one of the signs of it uh, the trail of the wealth it will stop the Muslim from giving charity sadaqah making sadaqah when you want to give sadaqah I will say no you know, I need this money I will use this money I will keep it for my family you check yourself are you giving are you donating money or the child of the wealth stopping you from donate the money the sadaqat for the Muslims for Islamic activity for the Muslims community for the poor people around you the Prophet ﷺ said كما في حديث أبي ذر في الصحيح لا يحل لمرأة تؤمن بالله واليوم الآخر وفي لفظ لا يحل لرجل يؤمن بالله واليوم الآخر أن ينام وجاره جائع that the Prophet forbid forbidden a Muslim to just go and sleep and his neighbor he's hungry he's not he didn't care about his neighbor and the, the Prophet order his wives when they make uh, soup marak he said put a lot of water so you can pass it for your neighbors. Look at Uthman radiallahu If he loves wealth, he will be donating all of this money. The Medina had a hard time. There's no food, no money, no shukran. No, no, not no shukran. No money, no food. The people are very hungry, there's not much, يعني, what you call, not much food in the, in the market. And Uthman received a lot of food coming from outside uh, Medina. Camels, the traders to Jar, came to him said, why you didn't sell this for us? How much you will give me? They said, we will give you double price. He said, no, I got more than that. Said, twice. No, I got more. Thir- three times. No more. Four times. Five times. They said, that's impossible. There's nobody rich in this town except us. We know everyone here. No one can give you more than five times. He said, no. I have been given seven and more. From who? He said, from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Since the people need the food, I make Allah my witness that I donate all of them for the Muslims. See, there's no, there's no pressure from the, the dunya on him. He loves the, the world. No, he didn't think about it. It's not in his heart. It's in his hand. Also, هذا يخدع شكله زي البيبسي طلع شاي طيب awful one of the trial of wealth it will stop you from I said giving zakah 
donating the charity also it might stop you from helping others for example you are a doctor and there is a poor man came to you oh I cannot maybe they will be, it will be a problem for me and my job I'm computer science I can do something for the Muslims activity for this masjid but said no I don't have time I need to work if I work two extra hours there they will pay me but here no I don't need to spend that much time in, in volunteer jobs why is that if you look if you look in his heart, you will see the... the th- Why is that? Because he is in the, the trial of the wealth affecting him, take over his heart and his mind. So it will stop him from helping others. Sometimes people come to you, the Prophet when Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah described his generosity 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 he said very many things it's amazing he said rahimahullah وَكَانَ مِنْ كَرَمِهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم أنه مدخر يوما قط درهما ولا مالا ولا كسوة ولا وجاهة وَلَا شَفَاعَةً لِمُسْلِمْ إِلَّا بَذَلَهُ إِيَهَا That the Prophet ﷺ, he always give the people, the needy, the one who need something from him, he give him, he never stop him, stop giving from his wealth, clothes, give clothes, and also to help him, to be shafa'ah, to make intercession. For example, he need a job, you make intercession for him, for him to show, so he can get this job. Some people say, no, if I will do that, it might affect my position in the, in the company, so I don't need to help. I like to be, and nobody think about me. Stop you from doing, from helping others. Why? Because you think about your job. You think about the dunya, the wealth. And many times, it doesn't affect, it doesn't matter. You just say one word. Please, can you help this person? He needs a job. Can you help him? I have my company. I can take yours, may give it to... But some people say, no, no, no. I don't want to do that. It might affect my position in the company. So i rather not helping. And sometimes, when you look at the Sahaba and the Prophet Muhammad. Also, if somebody needs help, he can go with him and talk instead of him. And this is some kind of helping other. Don't only connect helping other by giving money. No, you can help in different ways. For example, Ibn Umar, one of the things that was very famous about him, when somebody wants to get married, the people go to him. So he talked them to the to the, this bride's home, and he said, such and such person, he wants to marry your daughter. For what he doing this? For the sake of Allah. Helping others. 
also regarding the the science of the trial of the of wealth, which is can be attempt you to do things you shouldn't do it. Oh, a lot of examples. Let's see. For example, one of the things, one of the kabair, stealing, sarita. Allah has been cursed. The, the thief, a sarik. He will stop the no, not the egg. البيضه الخوذه ذا الخوذه اللي توضع على راس المحارب ها ذا هاملت هاملت اوكي ذا هاملت هي ويل ستيل ذا هاملت اند هاملت هي ويل ستيل هاملت اند ذا رولر هي ويل كات هيز هيد فور ذيس ذا بروفيت صلى الله عليه وسلم كيرست هيم الله كيرست هيم ذا وان هو ستيلين And by the way, this hadith, it has another hadith to show the rule regarding this, that, you know, not people think anything you steal, it will be considered as stealing, and you should, they will cut your hand. No, there's a certain amount in sunnah, something that has value. Like, for example, now you can say something like $500 or $700 or $1,000. It has a value of something cheap, like $10, $10, we The sharia doesn't say You, you, you have to or the ruler cut the hands in for $10 or $20 or $100 no because some kuffar saying oh even if you stole $2 they will cut your hand that's not true that's not Islamically anyway that's not our يعني, point uh, also look at the the trial of the wealth on some Muslims with dealing in riba interest There's a lot of major sins in the Sharia. That's right. But none of them, Allah said in the Quran, He will be fighting this sinful man. The one who practicing this sin, Allah will fight him, not Allah. Allah and His Messenger. You can, can you fight your God? Can you fight Allah and His Messenger? The one who is dealing with interest, He's doing this. And the Prophet ﷺ said, إِنَّ الْرِبَى بِضْعُ وَسَبْعُونَ شُعْبَةً The riba, dealing with interest, the interest itself, it branches, levels. More than 70 branches. Like for example, one, two, three, four, four. The lowest one, the easiest one of them, the easiest one of them, أَدْنَاهَا كأن ينكح الرجل أمه يعني في الإثم يعني صلى الله عليه وسلم The easiest one of these 70 something branches The easiest kind of dealing with riba It's similar to a person who slept with his mother أعوذ بالله And if you can imagine dealing with riba with interest, many branches. The easiest one in Ithim, in sin, his sin, it's similar to a man who slept with his mother. He did zina to his mother. The Prophet ﷺ said, Dirhamu riba. 
one dirham, a small piece of silver, from interest, equal to more than 70 zanya. Yani equal to more than 70 times he did zina. Adultery. He had adultery. Just a small piece of silver, like a couple of dollars, or cent, or maybe diamonds, 20 cents, something. It's very dangerous. But who caused that? The trial of wealth. That the people, they love the money. They love the wealth. They want to grow up very fast. They, will be, they need a big account, big numbers. Zeros, six zeros. He's looking forward for that. So, interest, riba, has today many, many ways. Look, one of the ways today became very famous and it became very dangerous because some of the people who belong, who claim that he belonged to the scholars, saying it's okay to do it. Like, put your money in the safe account or go to the bank and have what they call a, a stock. Stocks in the bank, with the bank. And they will invest your money and in fact, they give you a percentage. You buy the stock for $100. I'm not talking about the stock market, about the stock inside the bank. What they call it in Arabic, Shahadatul Istitmar. Bonds. The bonds. In the bank himself. So you, you will deal with them and they will give you interest. And some people claim themselves as scholars and said, Oh, that's okay. And other saying under the, the trial of wealth, they say there's no problem to have more, more, uh, Mortgage? Mortgage. Why is that? I am a poor person. I don't, I don't have that much children. I have five children. I couldn't offer the big apartment for them. So I need to buy a house. So I don't have money. That means I can't borrow money from the bank. Mortgage. I pay interest for that. So I will not face a hard time. And Sheikh came to say, MashaAllah, if this situation, this is Barura, you can do it because some Hanafi scholar said, you can do a, a valid contract. It's allowed. Look at this. A valid contract is allowed in the Kufar's country. Do you know what that means? Do you know what this means? It means that in this case, everything I will say it's halal because you are not in Muslim country. You are not in Muslim country. You cannot offer the life here. Why you don't go? There is people, there is only Islamic country. You have to go to Saudi Arabia or to Egypt or to Pakistan. Go to Africa. Go to India. Go to anywhere you can live with the Muslim people. To Pakistan. Anywhere. But it doesn't mean you're living here. So, I have to live here. I have to deal with riba. No. In this case, you're not allowed. None of the scholars said any Muslims allowed to live in any non-Islamic country if he couldn't practicing Islam. 
So we tell him, this is under the influence of, of this life. Love the world. He said, oh, I have to save. I need to send money to back home. If I'm paying rent $1,000, that means I cannot send money. I cannot make save account. Therefore, the sheikh come and said, okay, in this case you can have, uh, you can borrow money from bank and buy a house. Subhanallah. For what? To save some money to have a new car? Go ahead and stay in a, in a, in a far place in the town. But don't deal with riba. Riba is very, very dangerous. Some of the tabi'een used to say, riba is among the kufr billah. It's not only a sin. Some of the tabi'een consider dealing with riba belong to the kufr billah. And we don't say that. So whoever dealt with riba, he became kafir? No. We're not saying that. Saying it's very dangerous matter, people very take it very easy today. And one of the major sins, also the terror of wealth, comes from the terror of the wealth. Of wealth. They're taking the wealth of the orphan, aklu malul yatim, and Allah said, whoever did that. He is eat. He is putting in his stomach a fire. Also, dealing with fraud or cheating others, like the people of Shu'aib, how they used to be cheater, cheat, cheater, cheat others. When deal with when you when you sell. Sufyan al-Thawri rahimahullah uh, I, I mean I mean Ibn al-Mubarak rahimahullah he sold once a soap he changed he, he didn't know he thought it's expensive one so he said that much amount it's big amount the other guy he said okay he bought it with this amount when he left he found out that he did a mistake it's not that expensive materials he was running in the whole market. People said, Abdullah ibn Marib became crazy. Running. And sh- screaming, Hey man, who do you, who just bought from me this? He said, this is not the, the, the price. I did a mistake. And for my mistake, I give it for you as a free. But may Allah forgive me. Because of loving the wealth, people selling alcohol. And they didn't know that Allah cursed them. And their money, there is no blessing in this money. They are eating fire and feeding their family fire. When they eating this haram's money. And no one come and says. Oh, there is some that have said selling alcohol is allowed for the non-Muslims. That's not right. The Prophet said very clearly and his time there were a Jew and Christians. And he allowed them to do that. He cursed anyone to sell alcohol. And you have to know alcohol is forbidden for the Jew and the Christians. 
selling pork. And as you know, what's the rule for pork? It should be killed anywhere you find. Therefore, Isa السلام, he will come and kill the pork and he will brought the cross. And in Muslim's country, there shouldn't be pork. If there is a pork, a liable, they should kill the pork. The big, I mean. Sorry. Pork is the meat. Huh? The big. So, I believe you understand. Selling uh, pork is something also, it's became very common in, in, in the Muslims. Here in, in, his, in this country, see restaurants for Muslims brothers, gas stations, grocery stores, and all of this it's haram. Also, gambling, lottery. This is one of the examples of... Huh? No, no, I'm saying in gas station, they're selling some of grocery. In gas station, they're selling uh, pork, and alcohol, beer, like this, this is haram. But gas and so, it's, it's a good business. <laughs> uh, also, one of the things from the trial of the wealth, it will stop you from doing it, that it, yani for the first point, I, I forgot to mention, uh, that it will stop you from uh, supporting Supporting the the one you have to support him financial support, like withholding obligatory, like your wife, your kids, your mother, your sister. If in case you have to support her, the love of the wealth it might stop some people from supporting their families. And I have here and, and I heard and. I know, and also you know a lot of examples of Muslims. He's, he kept the money for himself instead of give it to his son or buy something for his son or for his wife and said, oh, this is, I will save it for the dark days. Muslims, they don't have dark days. As they say it in Arabic, I don't know if it's, it's in, in English or other culture or not. We said, uh, the white penny in the dark day, or the black day. Uh, but in your language or culture, you're saying something similar to that? Save it for a rainy day. Save it for? A rainy day. A rainy day. It's good to be smart, but they're saying that they have a doubt in their hearts. They stop the things they have to do it. I'm not talking about something for uh, spending money or wasting money. No. The thing you have to do. Like some people, they don't support his mother and his wife and his father. For what? For save some money to have a new car or to, to make the application in over in Hawaii or LA or to go in places like that. All kinds of forbidden selling, like all kinds of haram business. And there's a lot of examples, especially in this society. You'll find a lot of examples. All this comes from what? comes from love the wealth. What's the results? Before I go to the results, I will just let you to know something. I don't know if you will enjoy it or not, but I'm sure the one who's familiar with the Arab words, he will enjoy that. This. One of the facts I forgot to mention, not in Islam, this is in Arabic. 
Look at the world of the wealth, the money. In Arabic it means dhahab. You know dhahab, dhahab what means? Gold. In Arabic means dhahab, gun. Since he got dhahab, it's gun. رأيت الناس ذهب عمن ليس عده ذهب I have seen people gone from the people who don't have gold he said ورأيت الناس من فضح عمن ليس عنده فضة فضة it means silver silver it means silver also it means they spread out so since the money comes, a problem comes. The people spread out. There's no more unity. Look at the word dinar. Dinar, it means the piece of gold. The last three letters, it means now, fire. It calls you to the fire. It's fitna, trial. Dinar. And look at the words, huh? Dirham. Dirham. Dinar and dirham. The piece of fiddah. What's the last two letters? Ham. Which is? Worry. Worry. Keep you worry. Ham. Look at the words mal. It means money. And it means in Arabic? Mal, he's not straight anymore. You can look at the words the Quran used, the Sunnah used. Wallahi, it has something. It gives you a sign, what affects that money causes a lot of problems. Loving wealth is cause a lot of problems. Therefore, the Prophet said, each nation has a trial. I'm man, my nation, the trial and the wealth. وَفِتْنَةُ أُمَّتِي فِي الْمَالِ يَقُولُ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ And this narrated by Tirmidhi at Hadith Sahasan. The results. What's the results from this uh, trial of the wealth? Of wealth. What's the results? How it will affect in the Muslim's personality. And here, you might be Hearing something, it's amazing. Loving the wealth so much, it became a child of the wealth. It will give two things the opposite to each other. It will cause two things that are opposites. One, the person became bakhil. The bakhil, stingy, uh, miserliness. He became miser, bakhil. Or mubadzir, wistfulness. If you have so much money, some people became mubadzir, like wistfulness. He gave money here, he buys things, doesn't, he spends his money, he wasting his money. And as you know, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala connects this to become brother to the shayateen, to the evils. I couldn't talk so much because there's not much time left. I just give you points and I want you to think about it. All misers. Ibn Qayyim, he has very nice words. I love this word. He said, the miser is a great loser. 
أخسر الخاسرين البخلاء يعيش في الدنيا عيشة الفقراء ويحاسب في الآخرة حساب الأغنياء He said رحمه الله The miser is a great loser He's living in this dunya as a poor And he is he will in the day of judgment Allah will judge him as a rich person and as you know the poor go to the jannah before the rich people so he is loser in dunya and akhirah yeah the, the the miser he is he is living as very poor person as this guy this he was walking in the street he is very miser he is walking in his grocery store and he was fall down coma anxious For, so how do we wake him up they brought perfume, a nice perfume he has, and they put it, and they lit him to smell. So he woke up, when he woke up, he said, oh, why he wasn't come? Because he lost a couple of uh, dollar dinars, yani gold, piece of gold. So he was, yani he fell down. So they woke him up by this uh, very expensive perfume. When he woke up, he said, how will you wake me up? He said, we used your perfume, then he will back again. <laughs> You know, he's, he's so, he didn't use these things. He want to keep it for himself. They said, and this is a true story, Shah Ahmed Al-Qattan mentioned once. He said one person, he's so, he's, he's a miser. So tight. When he died, when he passed away, before he passed away, there is a man, he sneaked to his house. And he looked at him, and this man, has a piece of gold. Jesus, he said, he talked to the gold saying, I love you. I really love you. And he said, I have nobody there. I look at him, he was talking to the He was, yeah, he fell down. So, the, and this is a true story, Shah Ahmed Al-Qattan mentioned once. He said, one person, he's so, he's, he's a miser. Died. When he died, when he passed away, before he passed away, there is a man, he sneaked to his house. And he looked at him, and this man has a piece of gold. He said, he talked to them saying, I love you. I really love you. And he said, I have nobody there. I look at him, he was talking to the gold. And he said, I don't know how I will leave you. I don't know how I can. Yani sleep without talking a lot. And he put it in the oil and eat it. Small pieces. And this is a true story. He said, and he passed away. And the next day, they were carrying him. He's so heavy, full of gold. Then, this guy, he didn't tell anybody. He said, Wallahi, in the night I came to his grave. And I was planning to open his stomach and take the gold. And he said, I opened the grave, open his everything, his grave, and I opened his stomach. When I touched it, wallahi, and he showed to the sheikh, his hand was burned. It was like a charcoal in his stomach. Also, one of the results for sure the people became he loved this dunya so much he connected to this dunya he couldn't think about something in Islam we call it zut 
people claiming that the Prophet ﷺ, he will have zuhd in his life. Why? Because he has no money. That's not true. If he wants ﷺ to become rich, he was able to become rich. But he didn't choose to become a rich man, or king, or having money, because he knows the best is to live in this, just to survive in this dunya. I will end with this example. If you go into king, and there is a dog, guard the, the door, and you have a piece of meat, and the king invites you inside, inviting you inside, to go inside, where you will have the happiness, everything you wish. He's waiting for you, and there is a dog. And you want to go, but the dog starts, Attacking you. And you can give him this piece of meat and let him busy with the meat and you will enter. But he said, no, I cannot. I have to hold my piece of meat. You try to do, to enter with your piece of meat, you cannot. He might gut you. So finally, you decide to throw it away. He follow it and you enter. This is the example of the dunya. The dunya is this dog. The, the shaitan is this dog. He's trying to stop you from entering to the king, to your Lord, to Allah. And the thing it will let you enter to throw the dunya from your hand. It's like a piece of meat. And there inside, everything waiting for you in the Jannah. And this is the example for the dunya and how it's very cheap if you threw it away from your hand. Just don't put it in your hand, as the Prophet ﷺ used to say. Don't make the dunya in my heart. Put it in my hand, but don't put it in my heart. Zod, it doesn't mean you have to be poor person. No, it means the dunya became in your hand. Not in your mind, not in your heart. You wake up thinking about dunya. You sleep thinking about dunya. Believe me, if you are like this, you will die thinking about dunya. Because you will die as you used to live. Loving of wealth, it will make you bright, have kibir in your heart. And to save from all of this, to protect the protections, and in very short words, that you have to remember that fact I told you about the, the mal, the, the, the money, the wealth is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Remember that you are not going to live in this dunya forever. Remember that Allah azza wa jal have prepared for you, prepared for you the jannah if you obey, and the nar if you disobey him. Remember this dunya is a temporary, it's a short life, it's a short life, and think about the long time, the external life, which is the day after. Remember the Prophet ﷺ and his companion, how they used to live, then remember, remembering and seeking the reward with each actions you do it, or you leave it for the sake of Allah. When you remember this, you will protect yourself from this trial, the trial of wealth, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to protect us from this trial and give, give us the knowledge, we, with, with the knowledge we can judge what is wrong, what is right, how I should be, should I do this or not, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive uh, our sins and forgive me if I yani, didn't uh, deliver the message right. وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وآله وصحبه